0: Hi, this is Femi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy, and we are officially on the day that Venus is going retrograde, and as you guys know, I've already spoken about the effects of Venus and the different um, astrological things that are going on this month, but I do feel like it's very important for me to give you guys an overview on today because... We are in the midst of it, and it will last for 40 days, okay? So officially today, May 13th, 2020, Venus has gone retrograde in the sign of Gemini. And it will last until June 25th, 2020, which will also be the anniversary of King of Pop's physical transition in the spiritual realm. I don't like the word death, so you won't. Yeah, I don't like the word death or dead or anything like that. That just makes me feel like, ill. So um, transition is a better word, okay? Anyway, so in five days before my birthday. Hey, cancer season. Okay, so I wanna give you guys a little bit of overview about the importance of this particular period. Uh, We also have other things happening in retrogrades and we have different planets that are also going retrograde. Uh, today tomorrow and have been going retrograde since saturn went retrograde since pluto went retrograde actually last month end of last month until then saturn went retrograde on the 10th and then today we have venus tomorrow we're gonna have um what is it it's venus and jupiter on tomorrow and then we will be getting ready for our eclipse season But anyway, so I want to stay optimistic and give you guys the beauty of where we currently are. I want to give you a little bit of overview and then I'm going to give you a little bit of breakdown of the uh, elemental energy surrounding where we are. I did speak a little bit briefly about it yesterday on yesterday's um, podcast, but I also have been going into it previously through our newsletters as well as previous episodes because it is very important and it is a very very important element to what we are in the midst of despite everything that's going on around us crazily on a global level we do have interpersonal lives and we do have things that are happening within our lives in our homes and so it's important to get a balance of it all It's important to address what's going on on a global level. It's important to address what's going on culturally, but it's also more important for me to also be sure to keep you guys focused and engaged where it comes to areas of our lives and where we are in our personal lives. Venus is all about relationships and past experiences and abundance and business partnerships prosperity money wealth your curious generosity to everything venetian aesthetics your senses are heightened your sense of worth your sense of self-esteem all of that is covered in venus and so venus does not go retrograde often as often as mercury or other signs so when you have a planet that has gone retrograde when it goes retrograde rarely it's. it has a very, very, very deep impact on the most interpersonal parts of yourself because it doesn't happen often. Now, Venus only goes retrograde in the same sign, uh, such as Gemini. So the last time it was in Gemini retrograde would have been 2012, 2013, Prior to that, it was 2008. So think about where you were in your life during that time. Think about what has potentially happened in areas where Venus energies ruled. And think about where you are today. There are going to be parts of your life that are going to be revisited. And those themes are going to be brought back up, okay? Now, it is a very intense time when it comes to relationships and interpersonal relationships and feeling how you're needing to feel When it comes to closure or it comes to reconnecting, when it comes to remolding, when it comes to just replenishing the parts of yourself that you have chosen to either walk away from or you have been hesitant to engage in. So this is going to be a moment where you're going to need to pay attention to this because this is a very pivotal time. Not only that, it is going to last a while, okay? So there's no coincidence that Venus is retrograde for 40 days. We do know that the number 40 is a sacred number. It's pretty much every religion, no matter what your practice is in religious form, 40 is usually associated with some sort of fulfillment of promises, you know, but only after a period of testing, trial, probation, such as 40-day fast, uh, 40-day spiritual cleanses, you know, whatever you wanna call it. Um, what's also interesting is the word quarantine. Quarantine has a very familiar term in the context we're living in because it comes from an old Italian uh, quarantina, meaning 40 days, right? So that's a really interesting thing about uh, this Venus retrograde that is lasting for 40 days and the synchronicity of it being in the midst of our uh, staying home, quarantines, right? In our stay-at-home self-quarantine period, which um it, it's it's just very interesting. And then quarantine a meaning 40 days, it's it's very significant. Also, in the 14th century, during the Black Plague in Venus, all of the incoming ships had to be isolated for 40 days before the crew could go on shore. And so in an attempt to protect the city from the Black Plague in 40 days, once again, so the purpose of the trial or the retrograde period is to purify you from what no longer serves you so that you can reset your heart and start over. Right. And this means a period of isolation so that you're able to review and you're able to actually sit in the depths of what it is. Venus and Gemini is going to cause you to have to deal with the duality of your feelings. And Venus is associated with our feelings, with what we like or what we don't like and what we value, what we don't value. That's why Venus rules love and relationships, because love and relationships are a direct result of how we feel about other people and how we feel about ourselves. Okay, and it also rules money, possessions, personal values, because money, possessions and personal values are a direct result of how we feel about ourselves. Example, when you go and buy things that are considered your wants, aesthetically, you're getting them because you like them. You like how it makes you look. You like how it makes you feel. You like how it makes you smell right you like the way it tastes these are all venetian type of things that affect us in our decision making you're not necessarily buying that because it's good for you you're not necessarily buying that because it uh is going to change your life drastically it's just something that fulfills you aesthetically for the moment or it's something that you like that makes you feel differently right it it ignites a a mood it ignites a um uh, a, a new memory in your membrane that creates a new connection in some way, shape or form to whatever it is that you're choosing to buy. OK, now, Gemini is a dual sign. It represents a duality of who we are, our being. Gemini is the third sign of the zodiac. So you have Aries, there's a first sign that is a spark of consciousness that decides to take individual shape. Aries is, um, it corresponds to the phase of conception. It is cardinal, it is the leader, it is uh, the oldest, right? It is the uh, one that goes out and takes control, takes lead, very fiery energy. And then you have Taurus, which is the second sign, the second oldest. And it takes what is initially only an idea and it makes it real. It does the groundwork. It's a very grounding earth energy. So you have the Aries fire energy, that's first, cardinal. Then you have Taurus, that is a very grounded, fixed energy, fixed sign. And five to six days, after uh, fertilization, the embryo finds a safe zone and implants itself in the, u- in the uterus when it comes to a woman's pregnancy and your body changing. So think about the uh, incubation period. Think about the, in- the fertilization of a um, embryo. Okay, think about that process, the slow process, the way nothing is, yes, that takeoff is quick but the implantation is not. So you have to think about that in sense of our lives and how we have been operating and how we're so used to things being quick, 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 we have to take in account that everything has a phase and a stage that it must go through to ensure the foundation of it is steady, solid, and able to create a fruition and a harvest that is long lasting. Then you have Gemini. Gemini is the third sign is similar to the cellular division process. So in order to in order for life to grow, it has to divide and multiply until it reaches a stage where differentiation can take place, which is a cancer, right? The cancer sign. And so once it gets to the cancer sign, cancer is all is the mother zodiac. So that's where, okay, I'm pregnant, right? You think about it in that sense. You think about Aries. Aries is the passion. Aries is the. Uh, going after. I enjoy, you know, your company. Let's get together. Let's make this happen. And then Taurus is a second stage and you're trying to figure out, okay, I like you. Do I like you? Do I want to, you know, build with you? How am I building with you? We've already gone, you know, straight in passionately. Here we are. This is where I'm choosing to create a relationship with you. I'm choosing to engage with you in a sexual or sensual way. I'm choosing to share energy with you, right? And then the third sign is, okay, here we are. We have gone fiery passion. We've started the process of grounding and processing and cultivating a safe place for it. And now we're at this space where we are choosing to proceed to the next stage. We are choosing to go ahead and be implemented in the uh, uterine of life, (laughs) you can say. And we are choosing to accept the fact at the cancering stage that now I am a mother. I'm going to be a mother. And that's where the cancering phase comes in, where you are now going into this nurturing and protecting and you are trying to eat right. You're trying to make sure that you're doing everything you need to do in the first trimester of you um, you being newly found out that you are pregnant these are very and the reason I put it in the forms of a feminine fertilization and implantation is because it's easier to understand how things work when you understand the significance of it having a process right when you understand it has a process then you're able to understand and grasp it in a way and apply it to your life and your situations especially in the form of relationships the reason a lot of relationships go through so many different traumas and so so many different things is because when you start a relationship there isn't much building and there isn't a lot of um there's building but there's not any solid foundations that are built because the passion takes over and because of that initial Attraction that initial passion, people want to skip everything else in between, but you cannot. You have to utilize that passion to get you to to the stage of the tarring right? The second stage where you're actually utilizing that passion and that fire and that that ignition of uh, extreme intensity, and you're putting it into a fertile ground in your building and that is what we're having to do and so when venus is going retrograde it's inviting us to now go back we are let's say you're at the phase where you've already given birth to this baby you've walked away you know the baby's growing up going to college well now it's time to review how you've affected this child's life how you have created this child's uh, upbringing what is this child's thought process how did you contribute to the success or demise of it and that is where we're having to sit with the uh, truths of what we have contributed and that is why the venus retrograde period is a very it's a very complex yet intense time because you're having to sit with the reality of your truth in a way that you probably wouldn't any any other time it's a very sensitive vulnerable place to be in when you're not accustomed to being there OK, now, being that Gemini is a sign of duality, Gemini is represented by Roman number two, signifying Uh, That particular signs dual nature two parallel vertical lines are joined by two crescents, right? One cannot exist without the other and this is where it's very important when we're thinking about our relationships We think that everything has to be perfect Everything has to be good. Everything has to be on one accord. We all have to be the same equally yoked blah 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 right And to an extent, being equally yoked is necessary, but also being too much the same is toxic for a connection because one cannot grow in the same thing that it is giving. If I am a, if I'm milk and I am wanting to, or not milk, let's say I am a, a, a chicken, right? I'm a chicken. A chicken cannot mate with another chicken and create a embryo, right? You can't not. You can't create a baby chick with a chicken. A chick. You need a rooster. So you need that balancing act. You need a dominant and you need the uh, feminine. You need a. Um, uh, uh, you need the rooster, which is the male, and you need the chicken, which is the woman, and you need them to mate together so that they can create the baby chick. A baby chick cannot be created without the rooster. OK, So it's the same when you're thinking about uh, Gemini. You're thinking about in his life and in, in relationships. It's like you cannot have one without the other. You cannot have yin without the yang. And you can't have yang without yin. Light cannot exist without shadow or darkness, right? And then life cannot exist without death. So it's understand that, do, that I do not like the word death. Life cannot exist without transition. Okay, and so Venus in Gemini is a time that's going to think about let's think about you know how in in comedy, right, or in stock and buskin they have this thing where it's like the comedy slash tragic mask. If you have people that are into miming, um you look at this mask, it's either one smile now, laugh later, or cry now, laugh later type of thing, right? And um, in Greek theater, this was used as a way to create an emotion and to help people to connect with the duality of emotions. And so it helped people to understand that people are not one-sided and things aren't one-sided. And so giving a different uh, perspective to the duality of human life. In a way, a mask can mean many things. It can protect you from pollution. It can protect you from germs. It could turn your face into an emotionless wall or it can emphasize specific emotions, right? And that is what those smile now, cry later, cry now, smile, uh, laugh later mask signify, the duality of it. Now, whatever the purpose there seems to be, um, disconnect between that someone is really feeling and what they're showing to the world is also a form of uh, revealing the depths behind a person because you can look at a person you can ask a person are you okay how are you feeling and they could tell you all day long i'm great but if you're not seeing beneath that mask and you're not seeing what's really underlining then you'll miss the total signs that you're needing to see and so uh, gemini is an air sign and emotions are their territory gemini's are very emotional. They are all about community. They are all about communication. They're all about connection. But they're also about intelligence in it. They're they're all about the logics of it because they are in air sign, but they are the most emotional of the air signs. Um well I can't even say that because Libra is pretty pretty um emotional but it's just a different type of emotion it's the duality of it that's why you say the good twin the bad twin because it's a duality it's the more open duality of what this particular zodiac sign uh shows so venus being retrograde in this particular space is very very interesting because it's going to give you an array of different emotions that you potentially could be experiencing feeling and trying to navigate through OK, so I do like to I do want to say that the ultimate goal, um, let's say Libra, right? Libra is the sign or lady of justice, and it gives you a sense of, of balance. That is what a Libra is all about but the Gemini is what's going to help you to disconnect from the primal emotion so that you can take a more objective look at it. So instead of being so in depth and engulfed in what that emotion is, you're able to step aside into your other part of yourself and see it from a different perspective. And that is the beauty. And because Gemini is ruled by Mercury, that is where your communication in your relationships, the communication in your interpersonal and extra personal relationships will lie. And you're going to find that during this time a lot of different communication is going to come up a lot of different topics a lot of different unresolved issues or things that you thought were resolved and you find that they really weren't after all because this is the time to review this is the time to get to the depth of what it is so that you can move on and move forward once and for all and face the truth of what it is that you're feeling and have more of an understanding of why you feel that way You know, it is very possible to be excited and repulsed and brave and fearful and happy and sad at the same time, because we're not one dynamic. We have multiple dynamics to who we are. So when you're in this space of uh, trying to sort out your quote unquote mess, as, as a lot of people like to call it, understand that there's the beauty and the duality of that. You don't have to present a fake facade trying to show people that you are one thing and not the other, when the truth is everyone is multiple different dimensions, okay? Venus retrogrades in the same element, like I stated, every eight years, right? So the Earth-Venus eight-year dance creates a beautiful type of place to be in, right? It comes back into the same space astronomy-wise and connects in the same space. The last time Venus was retrograding Gemini was, again, 2012 so June May June right and it wasn't actually 2008 it was before that was May June 2004 so think about your life from 2004 May and June to um, May to June 2012 and see where you were What, what was going on with you emotionally what was going on in your life when it came to relationships how did you view relationships how did you connect to your innermost emotional parts of yourself what did you feel like when it came to your aesthetics, you know, think about all of those different parts so that you can see what elements could potentially come up and what uh, things could come up during this particular time in your life. Um, One of the questions that I get is, is Venus retrograde gonna be difficult? Well, it's like all retrogrades. Retrogrades are definitely not easy because it's forcing you to sit in the truth of something that you felt like you'd move on from, right? And so the underlining things are what is going to become obvious and evident and you're going to have to address them. So that includes past relationships. It includes... Um, old friends, suppressed emotions, repeating internal or interrelational patterns. Dealing with unfinished business is never easy. It's never easy. But the beauty in this is if you don't deal with it, it lingers somewhere in the background and it ends up consuming even more energy in the long run and it it makes you more bitter and it, it makes you have resentment or whatever else that it is that you're building up internally. Like I stated, emotions do not just go away. They just transmute into other ways. So this is a time to see where you have been projecting and deal with that. Now, let's just say that in a relationship, you are a giver. You're normally the person who always gives, 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 gives. Well, Venus retrograde is going to make you see the reality for what it is. Are you buying love? Are you trying to um, convince someone that you're worthy of love? Or are you overextending yourself because you are trying to overcompensate for it? places within yourself that you lack or you feel like you lack or you feel like no one will actually be able to give you what it is that you deserve or you desire. So you're just overextending yourself to overcompensate for what you are missing or what you desire. These things are going to come up. And it's going to put you in a space where you're able to look at people and you're going to see people for for who they are. Are they taking advantage of you? Are they using you? Are you using someone else? Are you taking advantage of a situation? Are you taking someone's kindness for weakness? This is a time where you cannot hide and fool yourself and nor can you be fooled by others nor either. Okay, so. This is definitely a moment of clarity. This is a moment where a lot of things are gonna be brought up. A lot of things are going to be brought into your life that may be uncomfortable. They're going to make you feel a bit of uncertainty, but it's necessary. It's necessary, okay? Now, in your relationships, this could be a very difficult time. It could make you feel very bad during this time because it's gonna amplify any tension that's brought up anything that's that's brought up from the past that is is unresolved is going to amplify it so you may find it that every little thing your partner is doing is getting on your nerves you are we're in quarantine so it's a very 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 (laughs) a very um i mean you could feel like they're not giving you enough attention you could feel like they're smothering you could feel like they're not communicating enough if you don't live in the home with them you could feel like they're ignoring you and they're not trying hard enough to communicate with you and uh Issues of fear can come up and codependency can come up. Jealousy, past betrayals, form of self-sabotage. All of these things are going to need to be addressed because all of these things are going to be boiling up under that surface of uh, things that you've tried to pretend didn't exist anymore or that you were okay with or you had moved on from. This is why it's very important to not hide from yourself. You have to be able to see where you are, notice who you are, where your partner is, what your partner is bringing, who they are to the core, and how can you put this together and operate out of a place where it is really healthy, not a place where you're projecting your feelings of insecurity on someone else. It's about communicating those feelings so that you're able to get to a space where everybody is beneficially um, in a space where they're happy or content with what is happening in their life currently because you can't change what you can't change but what you can change you should address now you must also understand that the good thing is venus retrograde is about strengthening the foundation of your relationship so couples therapy is a great option if you are interested in this talking out your problems writing out your problems creating a creative way to express whatever it is that you are needing to express in a way that doesn't make another person feel attacked or demeaned Or like their opinion or their views don't matter. Okay, it is a time to evaluate your current relationships. You may end up deciding that the only way to resolve your issues could be to end it. Or you can question if we need a break. You could see who's sacrificing more or who needs to sacrifice more so that your relationship can survive if it's really worth it. Um, breakups do happen during this time. However, there's also a strong possibility for reconnection once this season passes. So after late July, 2020, you could see that a lot of this stuff that is boiled up can be resolved by the time the cancer season retrograde begins. Okay. And that will be Mercury retrograde. So again, Mercury retrograding in July is all about in this eclipse season. So it's all about reviewing, replenishing, going back. And that's really when relationships are hit on point at that time. Okay. now, again, again, uh, retrograde is a time for looking to the past so for new insights to understand what's going on so it's not a good time to just skip into something new that's not what you want to do you want to make sure that you're in a space where you are handling the tough spots of your relationship and actually dealing with what is in the present or what is unresolved from the past do not go and try to find a new boo and cultivate a new experience with that boo because that ain't that that may not be too too good for you now When it comes to finances, finances during this time, just remember to breathe, okay? Just remember to breathe. Remember that there is a lot of things going on economic-wise. There are a lot of things that are going on with people's jobs and their finances and things are kind of unclear, but don't allow that to rule everything about your life. Okay, be very disciplined uh, about how you're spending. Be very cautious of how you're spending. Notice the emotions that come up when you speak about money, when you feel about money, when you are having uh, any type of communication about money. How do you feel? What does that make you? Um, where does your mentality shift to notice when you're shifting to a lack mentality notice when you're shifting to a moment of where you're feeling like oh my god I wish I had this I needed this I did and you start your energy starts to shift because of the a mindset that you're in the reality is one thing but the way you feel about that reality is another and this is a, a beautiful time to get to the bottom of why you feel the way you feel this isn't just about the aesthetic it is about the underlying root of that aesthetic and that is what's going to help you to shift the way that you speak and the way that you review money Okay, this is also a time for you to look into yourself, figure out what it is that you are wanting to do. How honest are you with yourself? How fickle or loyal are you? How compromising are you? How judgmental are you? Moments where you're feeling inadequate. Why are you feeling like that? Why are you always needing approval from others? What is it that is going to create a moment of clear reality for you? OK, and this is where we are having to dig within ourselves in relationships, in moments of trying to see the, the greater good and all of the chaos. You have to disconnect from the noise to connect deeper with the inner inner you so that you're able to really see what's important. And you're going to find that there are a lot of things that are going to come up out of this period that are going to be incredibly challenging, but in even more so intensely necessary for you to have gotten to where it is that you're about to go okay so i just wanted to remind you guys that today is absolutely uh the first day of venus is actually in retrograde and so if you are noticing that things are happening and things are occurring in your relationships be mindful that you are being honest with yourself and be understanding and compromising in ways that you can if you can extend yourself more do so if you're extending too much stop learn to give yourself the permission to utilize the duality of who you are you do not have to sacrifice yourself to a destitute so that you can be a part of a relationship or you can fit in with anybody or you can you that's not necessary stick to who you are at the core and allow the duality of that to show okay so this has been our daily dose of energy i wanted to give you guys a little bit of overview and let you know that if you are feeling any kind of way understand that it is all in the stars and it is absolutely in the planets and Use that in a practical way to apply it to your life. If this applies to your relationships, do what you need to do to make it work out for you or to release yourself from anything that's holding you back. If this is in relationships with business partners, this is a beautiful time to transition. See where you have been overextending, when you've been overworking, when you haven't been appreciated. Look at your relationship with everything you are in a connection with and see what needs to be moved out what needs to be rearranged, or what needs to be refueled, okay? So this has been your Daily Dose of Energy, guys, until tomorrow's Daily Dose of Energy. I love your freaking souls. Your newsletters will be going out either tomorrow or Friday, okay? So I love you guys. Until our next Daily Dose of Energy, bye.